0: Thanks be to God for another opportunity to come together as a online community from different parts of the world. I welcome you now sa ating morning devo for today. And uh let's prepare ourselves maging uh, ano uh, open and transparent before the Lord. Maging uh, ready tayo to receive from him, no? So whatever it is na uh, ginagawa natin uh, maaring uh, itigil muna natin yun unless we're taking our breakfast, okay lang naman yun. But let's make sure na nakafocus po tayo. Amen? Let's do our best to uh, focus our whole attention upon the presence of God. So our topic today is entitled Prioritizing uh, the Kingdom of God. Everyone has priorities, no? Laat naman po tayo. This is what we do first or this is what we think about first before anything else, no? So we value our priorities. Uh, that's the truth. natin sabihin. Whatever it is that is truly a priority sa puso mo would always be something na binavalye mo. And of course, this in turn would Reveal a lot about us, whether we are vocal about it, whether we say it or not. Yung mga bagay na pinapahalagahan natin, yung binibigyan natin ng oras, Nang uh, attention ng enerhiya. Uh, this actually is a revelation of our hearts, kung ano ba talaga nasa puso natin. Now, Jesus teaches his disciples and everyone else to prioritize the kingdom of God above everything else. Uh, He would often be quoted as saying, seek first the kingdom of God. And the kingdom of God is, of course, no other than the will of God applied and obeyed in a particular situation. It is the range of his effective will, sabi nga ni Dallas Willard. In other words, wherever he has a say, at kanyang say ay binibigyan ng halaga at uh, tinutupad. So, whenever, you know, uh wherever and whenever the will of God is being honored and obeyed and, uh, you know, applied, we know that God's kingdom is in that place. So, it's an... You know, an invisible reality. Uh, nevertheless, it is a, you know, it has manifestations once it becomes a reality. <coughs> Sorry. That's why it's a prayer natin, yung tinatawag na Lord's Prayer, diba? sinasabi natin doon, uh, May your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven so that pretty much describes or defines what the kingdom of god is may you know may the kingdom of god may your will be done on earth as it is in heaven so jesus wants us to prioritize the kingdom of god and why is that so no we need to understand you know the reasons the practical reasons if i may use that uh, adjective no why prioritizing the kingdom of God is the wisest thing to do. Now, some people, of course, would not do that. They would prioritize other things in this life. And, uh, of course, uh, this is not something that God would force upon a person. Pero I pray na itong divo natin today would convince you to really make it a priority sa buhay mo to seek God's will that it may be done in your life as well as in you know in the life of those around you or people you have influence with at kuno man yung situation mo even your job uh, even if you are studying or ano man may the will of God be done in that place where you are you know Willingly from your heart This shows that the kingdom of God is operating Sa buhay mo So let us read our passage today uh, Tayo po mananalangin Luke 13, uh, 18 to 35 Seems like a long passage Pero as always we can handle it So basahin po natin Then Jesus asked What is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? It is like a mustard seed which a man took and planted in his garden it grew and became a tree and the birds of the air perched in its branches again he asked what shall i compare the kingdom of god to it is like a yeast that a woman took and mixed into a large amount of flour until it worked all through the dough then Jesus went through the towns and villages teaching as he made his way to Jerusalem. Someone asked him, Lord, are only a few people going to be saved? He said to them, Make every effort sorry, he said to them, make every effort to enter through the narrow door, because many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able to. Once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door, you will stand outside knocking and pleading, Sir, open the door for us. But he will answer, I don't know you, or where you come from. Then you will say, We ate and drank with you, and you, you taught in our streets. But he will reply, I don't know you, or where you come from. Away from me, all you evildoers. There will be weeping there and gnashing of teeth when you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and all the prophets in the kingdom kingdom of God, but you yourselves thrown out. People will come from east and west and north and south and will take their places at the feast in the kingdom of God. Indeed, there are those who are last who will be first, and first who will be last. At that time, some Pharisees came to Jesus and said to him, Leave this place and go somewhere else. Herod wants to kill you. He replied, Go tell that fox. I will drive out demons and heal people today and tomorrow, and on the third day I will reach my goal. In any case, I must keep going today and tomorrow and the next day, for surely no prophet can die outside Jerusalem. O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, you who kill the prophets and stone those sent to you, how often I have longed to gather your children together, as a hen gathers her cheeks under her wings, but you were not willing. Look, your house is left to you desolate. I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Puroyin ang ating Panginoon. Thanks be to God. Ito po ang ating uh, pagmumuni-munihan sa araw po na ito. Huwag po tayong sa morning devo or evening prayers for that matter. Uh, simply out of routine. But always with expectation, always with faith, that God would speak to us in our hearts by His Holy Spirit. So manalangin po tay. Lord, in Your mercy we come again together in this place of grace. Ata uh, tunay nga, Panginoon, kami po ay inimbitahan mo, niyaya mo. And so by the grace of God, we responded. So here we are. Dalangin po namin, Lord, that you would speak to us. That through your Holy Spirit, you would open up the eyes of our hearts to see the truth that is in your word. Gabayan mo rin ako, Panginoon, as I speak. That I may be able to communicate the truth of God's word uh, without any uh, embellishment or anything to add or subtract. But guide me in what I would say so, so that I would be faithful, Lord, and communicate your word for today in accordance with your will. Salamat po, Panginoon. Thank you, Lord. I praise you. We all praise you, Father. Salamat po. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. So why should we prioritize the kingdom of God in our lives right now? By prioritizing, I mean, yun dapat ang pinapahalagahan mo. What is the will of God in this area of my life or that area? Now, we need to be discerning because hindi lahat ng mga naiisip natin, or naririnig natin sa puso natin, is coming from God. God can and will guide us if we're willing to listen to Him. We can actually ask for wisdom because He really wants to give that to us. Hindi niya kalooban na ay maging mga fools. So you can actually ask God and say, Lord, I need wisdom in this area of my life. And God is more than willing to say yes. You know? Because He wants His kingdom to be experienced right where we are sa buhay natin. The kingdom of God is not some abstract idea na sinasabi lang na o oh, lang ng mga theologians. This is a very practical and real thing. Where I am, what I'm going through, let's say, kung ano ang pipiliin kong vocation in life, Should I be, uh, you know, should I get married or should I devote my singleness to the Lord? Should I go full time? Should I uh, go and find a job? What kind of job? Should I court this person? Should I give my money to this organization? And so forth and so on. In each case, you are asking, Lord, may your will be done. Here in my life in this particular area As it is in heaven So this is what it means To seek first the kingdom of God Mga kapatid It's not some vague idea It's not just going to church It is really living our lives In obedience to Jesus Who is the king of kings and lord of lords So therefore Kailangan ay prioritize yan more often than not, people are just simply deciding and choosing and doing things without even bothering to ask themselves, Is this God's will for my life? Kaya marami sa atin napaparewara. O nasisira ang mga buhay natin kasi yung mga decisions natin are all coming from our own wisdom. Kung ano lang yung gusto natin. And so many lives are lost and destroyed because uh no, hindi natin ano alam ko no kalooban ng Panginoon sabi sa Old Testament no my people perish for lack of revelation you know or you know the translation is vision you know for lack of vision my people perish but actually the word vision is revelation for lack of revelation yung buhay natin napapariwara. So, this is what we're talking about. And so, why should we do that? Okay. Well, there are three reasons based on the passage that binasa natin. And the very first one is this. the king, The kingdom of God will eventually be established. In other words, it may not seem obvious right now. And perhaps it's only happening in the lives of those who are willing to submit themselves to God. And to His rule. But eventually, it will... You know, cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. Basahin natin yung verse 18 to 21 where uh, Jesus was using some uh, metaphors or pictures para ma-imagine natin yung uh, eventual establishment of the kingdom of God. So, basahin natin from verses 18 to 21. Uh, then Jesus asked, what is the kingdom of God like? What shall I compare it to? Uh, at that time, of course, people were all wondering, ano ba yung kingdom of God? And they're thinking mostly in terms of national Israel. Meaning to say, I say the kingdom of God is all about uh, bringing back the glory of Israel and putting Israel back to its place as the head of all the nations with a Davidic king or somebody like King David, no, or son of David as they call it, that. Messiah no, sa isip nila uh, But that is not the kingdom of God As Jesus was teaching it to them So sabi niya, what shall I compare it to? Para maintindihan daw ng mga tao First, sabi niya, it is like a mustard seed Now, mustard seed, of course, is just a small seed Sabi niya, which a man took and planted in his garden Sabi niya, it grew and became a tree And perhaps it's uh, good for us to know that it's actually not a natural thing to happen because mustard seeds do not become a tree. And so what Jesus is, uh, you know, implying is some miracle is going to happen. It grew and became a tree, and the birds of the air perched in its branches. So, there will be a supernatural growth of the kingdom of God, and eventually it would be, you know, uh well established throughout the whole universe at uh, darating yon when Jesus finally returns as he promised at uh, pagdating ng time na yon, then the kingdom of god will no longer be an invisible reality as it is right now so ngayon it's like parang a master seed hidden no? in the hearts and souls of those who submit themselves to god in verse 20, again, he asks, what shall I compare the kingdom of God to? Again, he says, it is like yeast that a woman took and mixed into a large amount of flour until it worked all through the dough. Now, as a translation, it does not really say how much of the flour is there that Jesus is talking about. Some modern translations are more specific. For example, they use 27 kilograms you know, in the one latest translation. It's a lot Can you imagine that? It's a lot So 27 kilos. That's a huge amount of flour, diba? Right? Uh, in other words, again, this is giving us a picture that the kingdom of God would eventually cover the entire universe. In other words, the large amount of flour, flour. and uh, it will work all its way, all throughout the dough. The kingdom of God, in other words, is spreading right now through the gospel, and people are hearing about it. And when they obey the Lord through the gospel, they are born again. So their lives are transformed, and the will of God begins to operate buhay nila, through the work of the Holy Spirit. And so, this is the first reason why the kingdom of God will eventually be established. Whether we like it or not, it's moving, it's expanding, it's affecting, you know, people from every walk of life. So, kung di natin paahalagahan ito, we might find ourselves missing out on something really very important in the world right now. The kingdom of God is spreading, and eventually it will be established, mga kapatid. Whether you like it or not, there will come a day when the kingdom of God you know, shall be established once and for all, uh, here on earth as it is in heaven. Right now, only in heaven is the will of God being fulfilled without any hindrance. But here on earth, ang mga tao, may kanya-kanya buhay at diskarte. Not not everyone are willing to surrender and submit themselves to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. So, hindi nila nararanasan yung benefits and blessings of God's kingdom rule sa buhay nila. But eventually, it will be done. It will be established. Now, the second reason is that the kingdom of God will eventually be closed. No? What does it mean? Let's look at verse twenty-two to thirty. Then Jesus went through the towns and villages, teaching as he as he made his way to Jerusalem. So again, this is part of this long narrative section, sa Gospel of Luke. Kung saan Jesus is on his way to Jerusalem, and it's a long journey because it covers several chapters. Actually, it's not physically, pero you know, in terms of yung ni Luke. He's using that journey as the context no, To uh, teach many discipleship lessons no, along the way So sabi ngayon sa verse 23 Someone asked him, Lord are only a few people going to be saved? And so you see people during that time understood That there's such a thing as being saved Today kasi hindi masyadong naiintindihan ng mga tao yan because people think, for example, pag saved, that's going to heaven. Pero salvation is talking about right now, you know, yung relationship mo with God, whether you are in fact saved or not. Now, of course, yung salvation itself uh, is spoken of not just in the past, hindi lang saved with ED, but also being saved, you know, something ongoing and also will be saved. As far as the future is concerned But that's, that's something that we can talk about some other time Now sabis verse 24 He said to them make every effort to enter through the narrow door Because many I tell you will try to enter and will not be able to So Jesus is giving a warning sa mga tao And especially to that person who asked the question Perhaps ang sinabi niya na Lord are only a few people going to be saved Perhaps he's thinking about himself. And during that time, among mga hudyo, of course, assume that they will be part of that uh, group who will be saved, simply because sila ay mga hudyo. So Jesus uh, challenged him, as well as ev- everyone else na nakikinig, make every effort to enter through the narrow door, because many, I tell you, will try to enter and will not be able to. And he goes on to explain once the owner of the house gets up and closes the door you will stand outside knocking and pleading sir open the door for us but he will answer i don't know you or where you come from and so jesus is using using some kind of parable parable or picture detail of the kingdom of god Kunsan, you know the owner of the house of course who is God or Jesus, basically, you know, closing the door. At yung mga tao, nagmamakaawa, Sir, open the door. Pero yung sagot niya, you know, I don't know you or where you come from. So yung relationship nila with Jesus will be the main category or the main basis for entering into that arena. Sabi sa verse 26, Then you will say, We ate and drank with you and you taught in our streets. In other words, eh, you know, Lord, dumadalo kami ng mga worship services. Lord, uh, sumasali kami sa mga prayer meeting. Lord, nagba Bible study kami. But look at verse 27. Sabi niya, but he will reply, I don't know you or where you come from. Away from me, all you evil doers. In other words, walang kinalaman kinalaman 'yan sa you know, pagdalo-dalo natin sa mga meetings. It has to do with our relationship with Jesus. Who is He in our lives? Is He someone that we fully trust and to whom we have fully surrendered our lives? Or is He just a convenient, uh, parang, you know, something na inalagay natin sa isipan natin, well, you know, at least, okay, uh, kilala ko si Jesus. But the question is, kilala ka ba niyan? Maraming tao ngayon, they do not really prioritize the kingdom of God, thinking na, well, they can always just come back whenever they want to. But actually, time is running out. Sabi sa verse 28, there will be weeping there and gnashing of teeth. So picture ng judgment yan. When you see Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and all the prophets in the kingdom of God, but you yourselves thrown out. So that's a powerful rebuke no? Do sa mga tao. Now remember, on context nito, Jesus has been doing a lot of miracles and has been teaching no? and preaching the gospel. Pero yung mga tao hindi nagre-respond. Now in verse 29, people will come from east and west and north and south. And will take their places in the at the feast in the kingdom of god so jesus is talking about even the gentiles so yung mga tao so at that time jews lang niya but he's already prophesying that people from east and west and north and south so sa lahat ng lugar kasama tayo dun, will hear the gospel and will respond and so they will have their places uh, at the feast in the kingdom of God so the kingdom of God is often pictured as a you know a uh, awesome celebration you no know, a feast a wedding feast concerning all the people of God would come together before the lamb you know, before Jesus and then in verse 30 sabi indeed there are those who are last who will be first and first who will be last So, pagdating ng time na yun, you know, makikita ko sino talaga yung nag-prioritize ng Kingdom of God. So, in other words, uh, abang nabubuhay tayo, we have the opportunity. But the Kingdom of God will eventually be closed. Pag dumating na si Jesus, there is no more parang purgatory or parang another option. That's it. Kaya nabubuhay tayo, you know, we have to prioritize the kingdom of God. Nakalagay sa scripture na it is uh, destined for each person to die once and then face judgment. So, alin sa dalawa? Either we die, you know, tapos na yung life natin sa mundo, and so we face judgment. Or the Lord Jesus will return, and then we'll face judgment. So, either way, judgment will be uh what we would experience if we do not have a relationship with God through faith in Jesus. So, yung pangalawang dahilan. So, yung una is that the kingdom of God will eventually be established, whether we like it or not. Secondly, the kingdom of God will eventually be closed. So, kung hindi po tayo magbibigay ng prioridad dyan, we might find ourselves at a time na no one really knows when, Pag na si Jesus, and then that's it. Now, third reason is this. The kingdom of God will eventually be missed. In other words, pag hindi natin yan we will miss all the opportunity for us to experience the blessings of God's kingdom. Masayin natin yung verse 31 to uh, 35. Sabi, at that time, some Pharisees came to Jesus and said to Him, Leave this place and go somewhere else. Herod wants to kill you. So, suddenly, concerned itong mga Pharisees, pero actually, hindi naman talaga. You know? Gusto lang nila no? na si Jesus doon because, you know, he is disturbing their peace. So, sabi sa verse 32, he replied, Go tell that fox, I will drive out demons and heal people today and tomorrow, and on the third day, I will reach my goal. So, he's talking about his ministry, but he's also alluding to that three-day, I know, very significant na you know, three-day event na, you know, he will die on the cross, and then on the third day, he will rise again. Once more, sabi niya, in any case, I must keep going today and tomorrow and the next day, for surely no prophet can die outside Jerusalem. So he already knows what is going to happen to him. Now, here's something that, you know, one of the most, uh, meaningful and like a heartbreaking statement from Jesus sabi niya oh Jerusalem Jerusalem you who killed the prophets and stoned those sent to you how often i have longed to gather your children together as a hen gathers her chicks under her wings but you were not willing and so jesus is giving us a picture of what god truly desires for people to gather them no basically to gather the children, like a hand gathers her cheeks under her wings. In other words, the kingdom of God is not just some future idea, it's a present reality that can be missed. And so sabi niya, so verse 35, Look, your house is left to you desolate. I tell you, you will not see me again until you say, Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. So that will be in the future when he returns. In the meantime, sabi your house is left to you desolate. Now, this actually happened historically. Eventually, because they crucified the Messiah, Jesus Christ, and they continued to persist in their unbelief. So, in AD 70, no, about 30 or so years after Jesus ascended into heaven, itong prophecy and was fulfilled. Uh Jerusalem was attacked by Titus. Not the Titus who wrote the book Titus, uh, New Testament. But this one is a Roman you know uh leader who actually destroyed you no know, everything said Jerusalem. So in sinasabi ni, you know, ni Jesus na your house is left to you desolate. He was basically pronouncing judgment upon israel now very important amount na natin that the kingdom of god will eventually be missed in other words as time goes by we miss the opportunity to experience the blessings you know of uh, being in god's kingdom rule it's like me kasal o may birthday party pero Dika dumalo. And so, tapos na yung event. And you say, sayang, hindi ako nakapunta. Well, indeed, hindi talaga walang mangyayari. Talagang na-miss mo yung opportunity. Some people think that they can just think about the kingdom of God much later na in their lives when they are older. And usually, you know, that will be too late. I've been in many situations kung saan ang mga tao na dulo na ng kanilang buhay and they are regretting the fact na sana nung mas malakas pa sila o bata pa sila. They should have listened to the gospel. So in other words, uh, those who prioritize God's kingdom now will not regret it later. Now is the time. no Sa Tagalog, ang nagpapahalaga sa kaharian ng Diyos ngayon ay hindi magsisisi sa kalaunan. Ngayon po ang panahon para pahalagahan natin ang kalooban ng Diyos sa buhay natin. And no will of God for our lives. First and foremost, our salvation. Yung kaligtasan natin. We must prioritize that. Are we saved? Are we do we have a relationship with God? And secondly, if that is true to us, are we living our lives as those who are called by God to represent him in the world? Are we wasting time? Instead of discovering kung pinagagawa ni Lord sa atin, are we busying ourselves with other things na hindi naman pinagagawa ni Lord sa'yo? What we should be doing as children of God is spending time to seek the Lord and to understand kung kalooban niya sa atin. I've always been telling people, every time we may opportunity ako, What is important is not you trying to do what you think God wants, but rather you should seek to know what God truly wants for your life and then do it. There is a difference between working for God and doing God's work. Unfortunately, most people are just content, you know, working for God. So they go into a ministry that they prefer, maybe ushering maybe being part of a core team or whatever which is good naman kaya lang they're doing something that they prefer they do something that they think god might like kasi gusto naman nila gawin yun but they never ask the lord lord is this what you want or what do you, or what do you want me to do father and so this is the kind of mindset na gusto kong may lagay sa puso natin We need to prioritize the kingdom of God right now. And those who do so, those who prioritize God's kingdom now, will not regret it later. Let us pray. Father, maraming salamat po, Panginoon, for reminding us once again of the importance of your kingdom, your rule upon our lives. Panginoon, I pray that each one na nakikinig ngayon would really prioritize your will. Na everything, every, everything na ginagawa namin sa buhay namin, Lord, would be based on faith that this is exactly what You want us to do. And this is exactly how You want us to live. I pray, Father, for everyone, that we may seek God's kingdom even today sa lahat ang ginagawa namin. May we become discerning and wise to always ask You, Lord, what is Your will for us so that we may obey it? Salamat po, Panginoon. In Jesus' name, Amen, and Amen. Thank you for listening to this episode. We hope you were encouraged and edified to continue following the Lord and growing in your faith together with others. If this content helped you, consider sharing it with others. Also, if you would like to support this ministry, please visit solo.to slash rlccphil that's solo.to slash See you again!